shit because it's uh every time you we do media for yeah. fights it's like always just like oh like random yeah. it's never like opportunity to the point where it's like you got a fight coming up yeah or somebody else got a fight coming up it's mm -hmm. like dude come on and promote your shit that way yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. can tune in get tickets so on and so forth yeah yeah yeah, yeah but mm -hmm. we are live my brother how the fuck are you good bro how you doing <laughs> good my bad good. you so, seem like you're doing really good i don't want to i don't want to ask when the last time i saw you i want to say when was the last time you punched me in the face <laughs> This was definitely pre pre COVID, yes. so it's been a while. It's been bro, a how really was that during time. that process, like for COVID? Bro, it was crazy. Like, I mean, almost felt like you know, like for us with what you know, for us the fight game was our life. So mm. it felt like, in a sense, that like our life like is in question. Like we don't yeah, know like bro. what's gonna happen. We don't know like I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna fight. I'm mm. trying to train, trying to stay sharp, trying to stay motivated, but. It's tough, like you know, you didn't know when the next fight would be, and the gyms were closing. Yeah, and you know, it was tough just trying to like get people in the garage. And that's just, what I just, heard. Yeah, that's I heard. Like everybody was just trying to create a group. Yeah, uh, where it's like everybody can get some working in the garage. Literally, do yeah. what you can. Literally, do what you can. Train with maybe two or three, four guys that you that you can go with, just so that way you can at least you know you got to constantly be evolving. And it's mm. like, despite even though you know that we had that off time, like I I had to make sure that I'm still like, I was still dedicated to my goals and that I had to, I had to constantly evolve my game in any way I can. Yeah. And it was tough. You know, I mean, it was tough. It's tough to stay motivated too sometimes. Yeah. Even that too, because like I, you're one of the most disciplined, most like, <laughs> honestly, there are like three people who I hate sparring with. Anthony Doe, you, and Jeremy. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jeremy. Every, Jeremy's not so smart, too. Jeremy, yeah, 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 yeah. Jeremy's fucking tricky, ridiculous. Tricky so, all three of you guys, like, every time I'm like, like, I see you guys across the room, we're like, all right, let's go. And we hit gloves. I'm just like, fuck. Here we go. Right. Dude, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, when you say, like, you had, it was hard for you to, like, have motivation, what do you mean by that? Like, going to the gym or just fighting in general? Just, just, you know, like, you have nothing to see. There's no, there's no, fight that you have coming up you don't see like you know obviously the ufc was going on mm. but it's like at that point i'm still like at a point where i still have to build myself to that to that level yeah. so it's like i don't know where where i'm gonna even fight mm. out in california you know yeah. california even california probably didn't start doing fights until like 2021 like yeah. end of 2021 was when the first time i fought in california again so like you know it was just tough like especially like mid 2020 when everything was going down it's just like you know, you're trying to trying to stay disciplined and still continue to evolve the ga your game. But at the same time, you don't know when's the next time you're gonna fight. Yeah, you have no clue like wh how this whole thing is gonna pan out. Yeah, it broke my heart, bro. When I saw like obviously the big name guys, like you said, the UFC, but the guys coming up, like the up and comers, mm -hmm. they need a fucking light to yeah, shine on too. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So it always sucked like being put on the shelf like that. Yeah, yeah, it's tough for like. I mean, it was good for the guys that were at the top they were still able to go and fight and good for them they were able to make money still during that time but for the guys that were trying to get there you were at like a standstill yeah. pretty much for a few months like at a standstill not knowing when you're gonna fight when you're gonna get the opportunity and especially for me i was just coming off of uh my acl surgery so i blew my knee out in 2019 and you were in the gym still every day yeah <laughs> I, I fucking was, remember I was, that uh, yeah you know i had to you know i'm, I'm addicted you know like yes. I, I like that that itself was was such a was such a battle mentally more so than physically like the the, the rehab and all that it was fine like 
physically it's fine it's it, it's not hard to do the rehab to, to get your knee right again but it's mentally not being able to train when you're used to training all the time mm. like you're used to training all the time you're used to putting in you're used to having that release from training because yeah. it, it's therapeutic too right mm -hmm. it's not just like that you enjoy it and you're having fun but like it's so therapeutic and for that to be taken away and like you can't train at all yeah. like you have to just it goes from like oh okay i'm training two to three times a day to like i'm just trying to get my knee straight today yeah. and get it to bend as much as i can just getting range of motion back so that itself was a was a good battle to learn from and to i learned a lot from my about myself through that process and i grew a lot just outside of the fight game so that's why i mean i felt like i had to like come in and still watch the guys still still learn from the outside from a third person point of view since i wasn't able to train and stuff so I, that was the next best thing i could do i was you know watching fights obviously like i always do studying fights but then also coming in watching you guys far watching yeah. you guys train just keeping it sharp in my brain like still i can't train physically but i'm still training mentally but yeah i went through that whole thing got my knee right and it's usually like a nine month process to to, to get it to get it to 100 percent. right around the nine month part when i'm like okay Let's start. Let's start. Let's start thinking about getting ready for a fight. Shit gets shut down. Oh my god. Yeah. So like right, literally right when we're like thinking like let's start looking at options to, yeah. to for a comeback fight. But you're healthy again. Yeah, I'm healthy. Shit gets shut down. So for me, even worse, like during COVID, it was like dang, like I was waiting like a year to get to this point to where I can start, you know, getting my career back on track yeah. after the injury. And now this shit happens mm -hmm. and it's like, damn, like this is really rough. So like all in all, the amount of time that I had between my injury or my last fight before the injury and then my first fight back, it was like two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So it was a while of, of, you know, no fights. Yeah. Well, no. bro, talking about all this fight talk, I was telling you off air that there was this picture of you and Josh Thompson when you were a fucking little kid. Yeah. Were you always around the fight game? I mean, that. Bro, you were literally, what was that, AKA Hillsdale? That was at uh, Sunnyvale, actually. AKA Sunnyvale. Okay. So that was like the grand opening of AKA Sunnyvale. That's where I first trained, first stepped on the mat, was yeah. at AKA Sunnyvale. Um, that was like the grand opening. So, like, like uh, Alex, the owner of yeah. AKA Sunnyvale, he had like a bunch of the guys that on the fight team come out for his grand opening. So that's where I met like Kane. I met Hav that time too. Yeah. So there's also a picture of me, Kane, Hav, and Luke. And this is like before Luke and Kane like were even champs. Yeah. So like it was crazy. Yeah. And then there's that like that's also when I met Thompson. But yeah, that's where I first started was at AKA Sunnyvale and then I got to meet those guys and that was a cool experience too, just to just to meet some some fighters that were like, Oh, okay, these guys these guys are on the come up, you know, these yeah. guys and then ended up becoming all freaking champions it's crazy that, and that's the thing with you too like did fighting always uh give you like curiosity into like trying it like did you always want to fight or was it just something like oh i just want to learn combat uh it started with like self-defense and mm. stuff like that so like i always like growing up i was like not always the most confident kid mm. you know i'm always i was always kind of like the smaller kid in class like, yeah. dude the girls were taller than me and stuff like that <laughs> so like i get made fun of for that and stuff and like <laughs> just just you know i didn't have I wasn't bullied, so to speak, but there was def. I wasn't like heavily bullied, but I definitely f had experiences mm -hmm. where I felt, you know, picked on and felt like bullies come at me and stuff like that. And and like I always wanted to learn something. Like I knew that I wanted to learn something just so that way I can feel like okay, like I can fight back. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad, he 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 
he trained a little bit of martial arts back in the Philippines and some boxing and stuff, but never like no no formal type of training. So he kind of got me and my brother into it. Like mm-hmm. growing up, he he bought a bag and he would teach my me and my brother how to box a little bit and stuff like that. But then I, I remember I wanted to do some formal training and um, I asked my dad. I was like I was like, can you can you get us into something? Like I want to mm-hmm. I want to do I want to do some some martial arts. I didn't know at the time like about MMA and stuff yeah. like that. So like. Obviously, at that time, the more popular stuff was like karate, taekwondo, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm like asking my dad, like, get me into something. Like, let, we would check out karate schools, taekwondo schools. And uh, shout out to my dad, dude. Like, he just knew. Like, he was like, nah, I want, I want you to do this MMA stuff. I see this UFC stuff. I see this jujitsu stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this is like the real, the real deal. This is yeah. where it's at. Not no disrespect to karate yeah. and like and, <laughs> and taekwondo and all that, but but he he knew that like. Like this is this is the future, right? Mm-hmm. And he kind of he kind of saw like UFC and stuff like that. His brother, his my uncle, his brother was into it. So, um, and luckily he worked in Sunnyvale, so like not far from where he worked. Mm-hmm. Like he saw that AKA Sunnyvale was opening up. Yeah. And then he was like, "All right, we'll check out this 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 MMA stuff. Like yeah. get you into some jujitsu." So then he brought me and my brother there, and then from there, like I didn't want to fight right away, but. Mm-hmm. I was addicted like immediately immediately like i knew right when i stepped in there like this is what i want to do yeah because like i i had tried playing sports growing up i wasn't the best like i tried playing basketball i was super into basketball before that (laughs) and i remember like before before i freaking started training like i remember not making the team in basketball (laughs) and i was pissed i was pissed i remember and i always felt like man it's because i'm short you know i used to always i was not that i mean obviously there were short kids too that were good maybe that's not the reason maybe i just sucked but (laughs) but i would kind of blame it on that before i'm not gonna lie but uh when i started training it was a lot of jujitsu early on which is good for kids right Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be punching each other in the head too much yeah but uh i remember training jujitsu and like the moment I fell in love with it was when I realized, oh, like I can beat someone bigger than me mm-hmm. with this shit. Like, yeah. yeah, that was like when I was like, oh, okay, yeah. si- size does matter. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but like I was like, wow, like like I can overcome a size advantage, a strength disadvantage mm-hmm. with this. So I freaking fell in love with it. Like, yeah. just was addicted to it. Then just you know, over time, just you know, obviously started competing and stuff competed in jiu-jitsu competed in a little bit of kickboxing tournaments and stuff like that and not long after i started competing i knew in my head that like like this is this is what i want to do yeah like obviously like i didn't i wasn't always fixated on it but it was always like kind of something that like like a little dream of mine like to do and like especially seeing like fight like meeting those guys like in sunnyvale and stuff like that and uh you know it was it was it's it's just I was always attracted to it and then just over time of just competing in small tournaments and stuff like that on my way up then next thing you know i'm here i'm doing these tournaments i'm wrestling in high school then i'm making an amateur debut Mm -hmm. then i'm making a pro debut and then wasn't that crazy process bro like how you were like starting these local tournaments doing jiu-jitsu tournaments Mm -hmm. amateur career and then fucking professional and then not even in that you're and one of the best gyms in the world surrounded by fucking killers. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, that whole yeah. fucking process. Yeah, dude, it's a crazy process. Like, you know, just... I've learned so much just through competition, like, in my life, like... And just martial arts in general, not just being a fighter, but, like, martial arts has gave me so much as a person, and, like, it's really shaped me 
into the person I am and like the lessons I've learned from, you know, losing, mm-hmm. getting you know, like getting shit wrong, getting shit right sometimes. You know, it's a always it's always a never ending process that you're always constantly trying to learn and chip away and mm-hmm. and just get as much out of every day of training as you can, you know what I mean? Um yeah, it's, it's a crazy crazy journey. Yeah, and honestly, bro, like all all my all my former teammates, like you guys all you guys you guys have every right to be confident as fuck. Um but there you know there's like that level where it's like you can't get overconfident. 100%. How do you how do you stay grounded during the fight game, especially when you're winning, you got so much traction? Uh, you know, that's that's always the toughest thing. It's like, you know, you 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 get you find success and then you you know you start to feel good you're in your mojo and stuff like that and um you know you just have to you have to stay grounded like you just said you have to be be real with yourself and understand that anything can happen in there mm-hmm. anything can happen there i learned that i have a loss on my career on my record and before that i was on this high of yeah. like winning and and just okay i'm on and i wouldn't say i i mean i did in a sense underestimate my opponent in that like i just felt comfortable in there like mm-hmm. i was so comfortable with going in there and winning i was just so used to it i didn't even know how to lose like mm-hmm. so i didn't fear it yeah and i think the fear the little fear that you have of losing is what keeps you sharp you need to have that you need to be scared a little bit when you go in there that's the reality of it and i just remember in my only loss like when i got in there i felt before the fight i felt super calm like like a little bit too calm like mm. a little too chill and then uh yeah i just went in there made one mistake and then there it goes you yeah. lose the fight you know what i mean like and that 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 right there was a huge lesson for me uh now that i'll take for me for the rest of my career you know that was a huge lesson to know that you can't you can't take anything for granted mm-hmm. like you have to always respect that this guy also came in there to fuck you up just like how you planned to fuck him up and that's the reality of it. And um, anything happened in there. Like yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't, nothing is for sure. Nothing is given to you. You have to be on your P's and Q's and you have to go earn it. You have mm-hmm. to go take it. Yeah. You know, you, not, even though you've been winning, it's not going to, it's not going to be given to you. You yeah. have to continue to earn it. Right. And that's mm-hmm. where I felt like I got a little bit too comfortable and with the just winning. And I was on that little streak for that year, but it was a big learning experience for me and I'll definitely take that with me all the way up to the top. You know, yeah. it, it, like I'll never forget that. And I remember when it happened, it was fucking crushed me. You know how it is. Like the it, it's the worst, right? It's depressing. Like Dude, you, you, ha- you have, yeah, you have to like really find yourself. Like, <sighs> like you, I, I'm like in a dark place, like literally like I can't like, you know, you feel like you let everyone down, even though they're telling you, you didn't let it's us okay. down. It's okay. It's like you can't help but yeah. feel like feel like you let everyone down. Like, and it's 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 the toughest thing. And you not only that you've let yourself down, which is the worst, right? Like, yeah. so it's just coming to peace with that, taking ownership. It's no one else's fault but my own. Yeah, I have to fix the mistakes that I have to make. I remember uh, just being super depressed, crying all the time yeah, about after right. it happened. Like. And like I, everybody's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be back, like you know. This like, is, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Like you know what I mean. Like everyone's telling you that, and you don't you can't see the light. 
at that time you know you're such you're so you're so low that you can't even though everyone else around you is telling you you're gonna make it out of it Mm. you can't see it i mean that's how i felt yeah i was like i can't see it like i i I don't know i don't know when i'm gonna get out of this it was like Mm. a tough like few months and i think that when you take a loss like that especially for me that was my first loss in mma like not my first loss in competition but like in mma i did amateurs and 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 that was my first pro or amateur loss in MMA. yeah it was it's been years though yeah. that's a thing so it's like yeah. you haven't touched loss in mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and then my goal always was mma so nothing mattered more than me more to me than the mma career yeah and um you know like you, i was st- i remember being in that in that dark place and like you know you that's where you really have to ask yourself like okay like what are you gonna do about it like yeah like i remember like okay you you have like you're sad you're depressed like what are you gonna do is this is this gonna be it for you because you just because you experience loss like mm. at the end of the day this is part of the game like yeah. there's that's half the game right so, someone wins and someone loses so are you were you in this to only be a winner mm-hmm. like how are you gonna deal with like being on that other side of it yeah. you know and uh it was just a couple month process of me just growing through that and then just and like I said, taking ownership of it, making, fixing the mistakes, and just getting my mind back right. Cause like it's all mental, right? Yeah. It's it's so this game is so much mental, like way more than it is physical. Like yeah. you can have everything dialed in physically, but if your mind is not there, meant like if you're not checked in hundred percent mentally, you'll never get to where you want to go, right? Mm. You'll never find success like when you step in there. But um, yeah, through that time of you know healing and taking ownership accepting it you know accepting what happened and moving forward through that time i finally saw the light like Mm -hmm. everything that everyone else was telling me like that i didn't want to hear it that i was like dude i don't know i don't know when i'm gonna see the light you guys are telling me it's you're gonna come out of this a better person and stuff like that and i was like yeah no fuck that like (laughs) fuck this this sucks like yeah but i feel it now I'm, yeah. I'm really happy I made it through that because I wouldn't take it back. Mm. I'm really happy for, you know, the fighter it has made me, not just the fighter, but the person it's made me. Like, yeah. it was a great experience now looking back at it. And uh, obviously at the time you feel like, I didn't, I didn't, like people are like, oh, this loss, are you going to, you're going to, you're going to, uh, this is gonna light a fire under you. I'm like, bro, my my fire is been lit. I don't need a loss to light my Dude, light my you know fire. What I mean? You know what I mean? Like the like, fact that you're in the gym constantly, yeah, it's like, like it don't go nowhere. Yeah, like I don't like, especially that's what makes it worse, right? When you lose and it's like, you know that like you did everything that you can to prepare. Yeah. I know I I know I'm true to myself. Like I know I didn't cut I don't cut corners no. when it comes to preparation, but um, like I said that's the game right yeah. it's a fucking brutal ass game that like you you got you know best like you know you got fighters that will put everything in it and then it still doesn't go their way and not always the better fighter wins right yeah like that's that's what's that's what's wild about the sport right yeah i remember when i lost my last loss uh he this guy finished me fucking dead in the first round and uh, there was all this like shit like um, I remember the coaches, my coaches were like saying you should have never took the uh, fight because he uh, was ten pounds over. Oh yeah, that was dude, that was crazy. Yeah, but and it was it was funny too because like I didn't I didn't give a fuck. I really yeah, didn't. No, for sure. And I understand yeah. weight matters, and we were talking about like size and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think size uh, and weight matter as long as you know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he beat me like he was a better man. 
period. There wasn't yeah. not like, oh, he beat me because he was uh, heavier than me. Absolutely not. The motherfucker beat me. Yeah. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. If you lose in there, you can try to write up all the reasons why. But at the end of the day, a loss is a loss, right? Yeah. A loss like, is even, a loss is a loss. And that's... that's even if being, you're being real with yourself, you know, you know, like, no matter what, like, I can try to say this happened or that happened or this went wrong or that yeah. went wrong still like it's it's still on you right yeah and that's that's what i love about fighting too man because it's it's technically all your fault (laughs) you know what i mean it's like it's all on you you can't blame nobody else you're the one that's going in that motherfucker like (laughs) like, at the end of the day like yeah and that's that's what that it's it's like that for on both ends right that's what's Mm. great about it on both ends of that like on the opposite side of that when you do get it done it's like obviously you know we we thank our coaches and stuff like that but you got it done. Yeah. You went in there. You fought. You did it. You did your job. You got your hand raised. Mm-hmm. So it's like on both sides of it, whether you win or lose, like it's all you. And that's yeah. what's that's what's dope about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when uh, in the beginning of my career, like say, uh, like my first two professional fights is when like the high came, you know, mm-hmm. like that high we were talking about. And then losing two in a row, it's like you start to doubt yourself. You start to like, what the fuck is going on? Like mm-hmm. you question so much. Yeah. And then coming back after that, like, bro, remember that time I was on that stint of, like, boxing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, hey, just like how you were saying you were, like, lost for a couple of months? Dude, I was lost for a fucking year. Mm. I was boxing for a year. Bullshit. I was fucking <laughs> fucked. <laughs> like, dude, I was, like, confused on, like, what the fuck You do were I sure. Do? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, like, dwindling all these gyms. But at the same time, I was just, like, dude, like, I miss the boys. I miss AKA. Mm. Like, I just, I mm. miss the MMA scene. But it was, mm. like, I just had to be away from it. Mm-hmm. And it was just so fucked up, but, and then going back to fighting again, coming back after a year, it was just like, let the chains go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, you were just like a chain dog. And then once you're in there, you're just like, ah, free now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. good. But, yeah, yeah. and then when I was working with Rick, uh, he challenged me the most out of everybody I've ever worked with. It was uh-huh. never good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. always like, could have done better. Look at your footwork here. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And I remember usually fights. I always look at my family and my friends, right? I didn't give a fuck about nobody in there. I gave a fuck about what he thought. Mm-hmm. I remember we were walking out of the cage and I was like, man, I just got my hand raised. Fuck yeah. And I look back at him. He was just like this chilling. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like not even worried about anything yeah. right now. And something that he like taught me too, like tomorrow, this never happened, mm-hmm. you know? And something I keep moving forward, right? Exactly. And something I let my brother know too. uh, Every time he won his fights, and we would be here at the house, like having drinks, enjoying some good food, good company. Mm -hmm. And while we were in a big circle with all his friends, and I told them in front of everybody, I was like, hey, this didn't happen. When you wake up tomorrow, never happened. Mm -hmm. It's back to square one, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like this weird balance where it's like, Getting like enjoying the win, but not going overboard. Yeah, because you get on that high, right? You're on that high for yeah. like a couple of days after yeah. that shit, right? You get, <laughs> but you get you get on that high, and it's like it's like you know you you feel it, and it's like trying to like like you said, stay grounded, keep moving forward. Okay, what can we do better? Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't you can't you can't get too too hot like you can't get too high like you said off your win because ultimately you're not where you want to be yet yeah right especially mm-hmm. especially if you're not where you want to be yet you got to keep you got to keep chipping away keep moving forward and um that's something I, I remember trying to tell myself after my fights all the time that now that i always do is like i'll win and stuff like that and i'll just tell myself well it's only gonna get harder yeah 
Only you, like the matchups get harder. Matchups like, get harder. The stakes get higher. The pressure yeah. gets higher. You more the stage gets bigger. You mm-hmm. get more more nerves. You know, it's only gonna get harder from here. Like that's what yeah. I always try to tell myself. How does that feel though when you think about that? Excites me, dude. <laughs> it's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always exciting. Like like to 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 know that you're you know you're making progress and it's it, and your goal is always like to fight. I mean, I feel like your goal should always be to to fight at the highest level, right? Yeah. That should be always your goal, like ultimately with your career. And yeah, when you feel that, when you feel that you're getting closer to that, it's exciting. Yeah, you yeah. want to, you want to, cha- you want to see how much, like how, how much, how it will bring the best out of you. Because ultimately, mm-hmm. that's what it's all going to do. Yeah. The better the fight, the better, the, the harder the matchup you get, the bigger the stage. It's only going to bring the best out of you, and that's what I always, you know, try to do, and always put myself in a situation to where this will bring the best out of me. That's just like inspiring, right? You yeah. want to spar the best guys. You want to s- grapple the guys that are going to give you a hard time. Mm-hmm. Someone gives you a hard time in the gym. You should be trying to chase that motherfucker yeah, down. Like, dude. Cause he's only going to bring the best out of you. Right. That's, and that's, 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 that's what you should do overall in life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's always like everything you do and everything you're working towards, like fa- find those challenges and face them head on, you know, like, yeah. like, whether it goes your way or not, you know, take it, learn from it. It's going to help you grow. It's going to yeah. bring you, bring the best out of you. And that's what's the most important thing, right? Yeah. And that, that's why I love fighters too, bro. Cause like, we, we know how to suffer, mm-hmm. you know, with a smile on our face, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And yeah. that's why even like whatever you guys do, like say after fighting, it's like, man, you guys are going to do some big shit mm-hmm. regardless of whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? It could mm-hmm. be the most basic little thing, but it's like, if you guys put your work ethic into what you did in fighting into anything else, mm-hmm. game over. Apply the same mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's cool. Like, that's what I always know that like martial arts will always like translate into like whatever it'll always translate to whatever I have planned after fighting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it'll always be something that I can pass off into my kids too. In yeah. The future. You know, do you mean? look forward to being a father? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When it comes, yeah. How many kids sure. do you want? <laughs> I don't know, man. In, in the Bay area. She- <laughs> That's a tough fucking a tough one. You know, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm planning two, three max. That's 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 the number a good. I'd that's go. a good. Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah. Sp- speaking of children, a little bit going before children. Uh, how how do you feel uh, with that whole rule, that old school rule where it's like no sex during training camp? <laughs> this guy. Uh, I take the Mike Tyson uh, mindset on that. <laughs> How about in uh, even relationships while you're in your fight career? Isn't that pretty tough? Uh, it's tough if you don't have the right partner. Yes, it can, you know you really have to find like a good, like a girl that understands this game, like mm-hmm. that understands the not just this game. Like she doesn't have to understand the game, like, but understands that you know you have to put so much into what you're working towards, mm. and that sometimes you know she's she's not gonna be. You're not going to be there for her the way that, you know, she might want it. And you need to find a girl, too, that, like, that's also focused on something herself, right? Yeah. So I'm very blessed. I have I have a girl that, you know, she's focused so much on her work and her goals that, like, sometimes we're both busy. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like this thing of, like, I'm training and she's like, where the hell are you? Or, you know what I mean? We're both busy and we find time to, when we can, to, to spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah that's so huge like i mean 
just growing up and seeing fighters like that I've been around that had relationship issues and stuff like that and like that's definitely not not something you want like while you're preparing for a fight yeah bro like, like when when I had a girl when I was during like fighting uh, I would say the beginning bro it was like she would she didn't like that she was second place you know what I mean yeah so it was like going back to the kind of like the understanding of the mission you know mm -hmm. what I mean it's like mm -hmm. but it's it's important like you said they both have to be doing yeah things. yeah that's the way it has to go if you're gonna if you're gonna be with with a girl like while you're doing this shit like you guys should both be focusing on your goals and then you guys start to enhance each other that's when it works well like yeah. if you if you can find a girl that is enhancing your lifestyle that's when you really like are like found the right person mm -hmm. you guys should not be ringing each other down you know what yeah, I mean? which you yeah. see a lot of like but you know it's got to be a like a true like partnership you mm -hmm. guys really got to be working together like you're helping her with her goals she's helping you with your goals yeah. you guys are both lifting each other up mm -hmm. you know what i mean Give, supporting each other um it's huge yeah if you can get that but if not then yeah i could see like i, I definitely if you can't get that then i mean i i didn't get a girlfriend for a long time because of, i because i knew mm. that like if I'm if I find the wrong girl, like she can fuck up yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember Hob told me that one time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember Hob told me that. He's like, he's like, yeah. If you if you find and and Ron told me that too. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like if if you if you're with the wrong woman and you're doing this shit, they could fuck it up. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you do not want to. You don't and because you know love's so powerful too. Yeah. So like, it, it as much as you feel like it's not gonna affect you, like it can mm -hmm. yeah it most it's, sometimes it'll like almost stop you from going to the gym too you know what i mean yeah well it's like there, i've had those discussions even with like with my uh past girlfriend it was like that where it's like you're going to the gym again what are you grappling it's like she's like are there gonna be girls on the mat I'm like jesus christ <laughs> like, what is this shit you know what i mean yeah. just like little shit like that and stuff like no i'm going to the gym to get better yeah that's it yeah if you can find a girl that's gonna tell you what are you doing? Go to the gym. Yeah. That's like, wake like, your ass yeah, up. Motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. But that see, bro, like what you got is so fucking rare and beautiful. That's, that's that King and queen shit that I always talk about. Very you know blessed. What I mean? Very blessed. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like that. And that man, hold on to that shit, man. Cause you, you see stuff like that now. It's just like, it's so hard to find. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Like me, one of my mentors always told me like, be highly selective of the partner you choose mm -hmm. because especially if you choose to like marry the individual, mm -hmm. Bro, that is a either a, the biggest asset of your life or the greatest liability of your life. One hundred percent. And yeah. you got to be fucking mindful. Yeah. You know what sure, I mean? For sure. So, bro, when uh, you being in in the competitive and athlete your whole life, what's the hardest thing and what's the best thing about it? The hardest thing is is just trying to balance everything. Like you know, you especially like if you're you're so motivated to to train hard and and do everything that you can because you 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 want to win right you don't want to lose but it's just trying to find the right balance of like mm -hmm. not going overboard i feel like especially with mma because like mma there's so much you got to be you got to be good at grappling you got to be good at striking you gotta you gotta try to do your cardio you gotta do some strength training in there so it's like it's like trying to balance everything like all at the same time not to mention I can't go. I'm not full time yet. I'm still working. Yeah. So like that, that's the hardest part is like trying to, trying to do everything I can to, to be the best fighter that I can be. 
while also like that's the struggle of a fighter like you know we don't make enough money until we get to the top to like yeah. really go full time right and um that's that's where the struggle lies is is just finding the balance the correct balance of work training you know you still need to i think you still need to take time for yourself you know to enjoy life a little bit while you're doing it i feel like it's good for your soul obviously you're locked in for most of the week but yeah. it's definitely healthy to to take a day or two or you know sometimes you need a day or two sometimes you need a week after yeah. after like a long training camp to like let your mind reset yeah so like the hardest thing is just trying to balance everything like it's always like it's always trying to balance like training the right volume and everything outside of it life work girls family yeah. right um, sometimes you know takes you time it takes time away from your family sometimes you you know like it, it it you have to sacrifice so much of like what you want to make this goal mm. a reality right yeah but you still have to like you still want to make time because you know that like i'm not gonna have this time with all of my family forever so like you know you don't want to miss out too much yeah. right so it's always like a balance like balance is the hardest thing and um i'm learning it all the time like playing with it every 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 year that goes by i'm learning different things about myself and how to balance everything out but uh that was definitely the toughest thing and then you said that what's the what's the best thing man best thing is winning right <laughs> yeah dude like <laughs> winning any way you can get it i mean especially like if you, i've had tough fights that i won and that's that's super sweet but you have you know winning whether it's tough or it's easy mm -hmm why we do it right like there's nothing like going in there training for six weeks eight weeks before putting in all the work going in there and getting the job done right mm -hmm. that that feeling that, like you can't unbeatable unbeatable right unbeatable. unbeatable and you no one will ever know what that's like <sighs> unless they did it right God. weird though yeah, right weird and I, i've heard like uh dustin poirier talk about it. like if you can he like like they'll ask him about it and he's like if if i could take that that feeling and bottled it up inside of a pill Dude. i'd make millions to sell it to people right <laughs> like if i could sell, like take that feeling and like people could take it as a pill like we would make millions that's a good idea yeah, though yeah right Shit. <laughs> and then bro for the i mean would you do you have a you know how people like put an age limit to when they like want to stop fighting because you're fucking young and i mean yeah. i'm sure that's not even in your time frame or anything like mm -hmm. that but do you have an idea of like how long do you want to fight or because they're like there's fighters like a bernard hopkins who did it till he was like i think late 40s or 50 yeah because it's he crazy took yeah. care of his body yeah. yeah you know what i mean so do you always like have that idea or uh i mean i have a general i i think like 30 35 mm. 36 is good yeah like, to me uh yeah i mean I could say that now and then 10 years from now i'm like fuck that i'm <laughs> like 36 like, yeah, i still feel fucking feel, good yeah yeah who knows <laughs> or i can get to 32 and be like you know what i'm good I yeah I'm, I'm good with this now you know <laughs> yes. so yeah i mean i think i think the sooner the better because that tells you if you can stop the sooner that means that you've already found success like mm. like a habib like he, he he's able to stop at 32 so like the earlier you're able to stop chances are you have found success to where you're yeah. like i do not need this shit anymore mm -hmm. right like yeah. i can't i've created like i've built myself to and my my career has brought me to a place where it transcends fighting i can do a lot of things outside of fighting now yeah. that's like at the highest level of success you can find i think is when you can 
you know, make it to the top and then also be able to branch off into other things after that. Mm. So, I mean, I think 30, mid thirties is a yeah. good time. Yeah. We'll see. That's a good we'll one. Yeah. Uh, do you ever scratch your head sometimes when you're in the ring and you're like, man, this is fucking weird. Like I remember when, one of my fights, uh, when they were calling out my name, like, you know, the announcer. And, uh, I remember looking around and seeing my family cheer and my friends. And I was like, you guys are fucking weird for watching this. You know what I mean? I'm just like, this is crazy. You're literally in your underwear with some gloves and a mouthpiece. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Do you ever think about that? Or you're just, I mean, you're probably zoned in as I mean, fuck. But. It's weird when I think about it past tense, like after yeah. it's done. But like, I mean, in the moment, to be honest, I feel like at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel ready to go. Like, I don't, I don't feel weird. I don't feel like I'm not supposed to be here. Like I've locked myself in, you know, you, I've put, I've prepared my mind and my body for that moment. So when they're in, when I'm in there and they lock that shit and they're announcing my name, like I'm ready to go. Like yeah. I feel at home. Yeah. Do you have like that weird, um, I mean, this is tough because like, obviously you don't want this intention, but it's almost like you have to walk in there with like a really crazy killer mindset. hundred percent. Right. hundred percent. It's killer be killed. Dude. Literally. Right? Like if you don't go in there with that mindset, he's gonna come in there and do it to you. Fuck you up. Yeah. And at the end of the day, dude, it it's it's like see, this is why like again, you, you do I go in there and I don't think about it like that. But when you think about it outside of it, it's fucked up. Yeah. Mm. We're literally fighting for money. Yeah. Like like you're at, especially if you're like in a stage where you guys are fighting it with MMA and it's like you're you know, you're uh show money and win money, you are mm. literally going in there and fighting for money. Yeah. And and people say, yeah, it's just competition and whatnot. It's not mm. personal, dude. That's it, that's pretty personal, right very there. Very fucking personal. Like, like you you like, when you think about it, like if that motherfucker beats you, like he's taking food off your plate. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not at that mu- I'm not at that point where I'm providing. I'm able to fight and really provide for myself. But like, in a sense, we are fighting for money, and I get paid less. If you lo- if I lose against this guy, mm-hmm. so you have to you have to be a killer in there. Like there, there's no there's no other there's no other way to do it. Like you have to be ready to kill. Yeah, and I feel like I've because you are very obviously always smiling in the gym. You're always having fun. You're always in like all that dog mode sometimes when you're ready to spar. But I don't think I've ever seen you smile when it comes to like weigh-ins, fights, or anything like that. You don't even give that. You don't even show your opponent that even like that slight look where it's like. Like, you know, when the people call out their name, they're like, hey, yeah, you're literally just like, I'm about to fuck you up, dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't give him an inch. Yeah. At no, all. No, it's, 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 it's like I just said, it's kill or be killed. And I like it too. If, if, if he's come looking at me like that yeah, too, it's right. the best. I heard you talking about that one time and like, it's the best too. Like when, when, when that dude when too he's is ready, he's bringing that same intensity yeah. and you're like, all right, let's go. Let's, let's, let's make this happen. Like, you, cause then again, like it goes back to what I said earlier gonna bring the best out of you mm-hmm. so if you see if you go through the weigh-ins and go through get in the cage and you see the guy and whatnot and you feel like okay this guy's ready he's coming for me just like i'm coming for him like yeah that's the best like you know like all right let's go let's oh. do this this is what i this is what i prepared for yeah right? weigh-ins you get to see that yeah you know what i mean that's what yeah. i love about that because you get to like i mean me and theo we're talking about this uh like how eyes don't lie and you really get to see if the man's ready or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about the most. And when the guy's like on you, you're like, yeah, motherfucker. I'm like, Oh, okay, let's go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that shit. Weigh-ins, I think were one of my, one of my favorite parts of the fight game. I love it's that not. shit. Like looking at a fucking man is dead in his eye. Yeah. And just like, Oh bro, I can see your 
fucking soul. It's just you know crazy, I mean? right? Like you were just talking about. It's crazy. Like you guys like are face to face, and it's like, like, I've been thinking about you for seven, <laughs> for, for, for eight. Yeah, you've been thinking about me for eight weeks. <laughs> And now here we are standing each other in front of each other in our underwear, staring each Weird, other down. Like man. we're gonna try to fuck each other up tomorrow. I remember right? a girl. I remember a girl DM me because I I remember when I posted one of my weigh-ins and she was like, I really don't understand the whole weigh-in thing. Yeah, and most like, people. Yeah, people were like, uh, people. I remember. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> like people outside of this don't get it. Like that's the thing. Because like I remember some guy too was like he he saw the face off and he's like I don't get how you guys can't laugh in each other's face. Like 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 <laughs> how, how like like bro. We're fighting tomorrow. Oh like we're God. trying to hurt each other. Like, mm-hmm. like you don't understand. Like, it's it's easy to go and fight someone in the street that someone pisses you off, and it's like, okay, let's fight, right? Yeah. Like that's that's easy. But the fucking crazy part is like when it's like, all right, like we've been we've been set to fight for two months, three mm-hmm. months, whatever, and you guys are both like have the same goal he's thinking about you just like how you're thinking about him Mm -hmm. he's thinking that he's gonna fuck you up just like how you're thinking i'm gonna fuck him up right yeah that's the craziest part about it and it's like yeah people don't get that though like yeah (laughs) people don't understand that and bro like do you ever get tested outside of fighting because i feel like something that i've noticed when people know that you're a fighter they always kind of want to test it especially like men who don't know how to like harness their ego Mm -hmm. they're always wanting to test the tough guy the yeah. guy who's well experienced in combat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or is it either when they have a couple drinks in them and then they want to shoot their shot at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever get that? I, you know, I've had like little instances where like guys have done little things and stuff like that. Like, like just being out and like they've done little things to like try to try to provoke. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, you know, I try, I try not to act like I'm a fighter. Like I, I, I don't, I don't want to look like a fighter. Like, I, like if, I like it when people tell me like, "Hey, dude, you fight." Like, I could never tell. I would never be able right? to tell. I love that. And I'm yeah. like, cool, yeah. Like, cause that's not all I am mm. at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And um, but yeah, it happens. Like, I don't know if they can just. It's happened where like little like little things, little instances where like someone, some random guy in the street like tries to get a little testy like on me, and I'm like, I don't know if he can read the confidence I have in myself, mm. and he wants to test it. Yes, I think that's what it is sometimes, but. Yeah, I don't time for that. I feel like walk, fighters walk different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And even though they're not even trying to, it's just, it's in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's in them. It's in their like, persona, right? Yeah. Look, look at what we do every single fucking day. Yeah. And it's almost like the outside life is like, oh, we are ready for it. Yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? And it's like, you know, you exhaust, you, you exhaust all that energy that other people have, like, like the other guy, like, let's say there is a guy that feels like that and is trying to get all tough with you. Like You've already exhausted that in the gym. Like, yeah four or five days this week you know what i mean like so like i just think that that's the thing if people i think people should should always train see everyone i feel like everyone in the world should train like you don't have to fight but i feel like everyone should should do martial arts in their life Mm -hmm. agreed i mean it's i dude it's essential to know combat especially in this day and age bro right you know what i mean like it's like even for me man like because like i'm like you i don't act like i'm a fighter i don't talk as if i'm a fighter i just Mm -hmm. kind of do my normal routine and just go yeah like i don't and i love that because like people said you smile too much and you don't seem like an angry guy to like like they think like fighters should be like this all the time yeah yeah they think like what yeah but it's just like like, no we're like having fun we're goofing off you know what i mean fighters like martial (laughs) not just fighters but martial artists are like you probably know you probably experience 
They're some of the most chill people you the know, peaceful, right? Peaceful, honestly. Yeah. I feel like the happiest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. No lie. Mm-hmm. Weird, right? And yet we're the most. We're very. Violent. We're very violent when it's time to do it. But you know, like that. That's what martial arts teaches you. It teaches you that humility. It teaches you to respect everyone, right? Mm-hmm. You're not above anyone else. No. Like you're not. You, you're, your shit stinks just like anybody else's, yeah, right? Like, exactly. And that's the biggest thing that martial arts teaches, and that's why. I think it's huge for like every every person to know that just to know that like someone out there can fuck you up like you should not be thinking that you're just the shit right yeah like yeah. that uh, just the humility that it teaches you is is huge right mm-hmm. humbleness right like, how did how did this opportunity come with the UFC how did that tournament come up into you so after my last fight um, Hav was reaching out to Mick Maynard, matchmaker of the UFC, and he wanted to see if he can get me signed straight into the UFC. Um, then he came back. They were like, oh, we, we, we'd want to put him in either Contender Series or we have this Road to UFC Asia thing coming up that they just started last year. They did, like, the first season of it. And pretty much it's like a tournament ran by the UFC where it goes over a course of a few months. You got different fighters from around asia mm. and then they'll fight it's an eight-man bracket so you'll fight three times for the contract pretty much at the end of it and uh he came back at uh mcmahon came back at hob with that idea so then i thought about it like should i do contender series should i do uh that should i keep trying to build myself outside of the outside of the ufc um and then Hob just said, like, I think I think this opportunity will be big, like, for you to go and uh, do this tournament because you'll be able to capitalize on on the Philippines market. So my family's from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I'm Filipino, and uh, you know that helps, right? It helps, like, when you're trying to get when you're trying to. You always want to be able to, uh, like, the biggest fighters, the most popular fighters, like Connor and stuff like that. They're they're able to. They have a market from outside of just america mm-hmm. so you're able to get people from the philippines to watch and if you can yeah. get like a country behind you that's huge game over yeah yeah so like Hobbs is like yeah i think this will be a great opportunity for you to get you know your name popular with the philippines market you'll get three fights of experience pretty much to and the way i looked at it it's like it's a tournament that's ran by the ufc mm-hmm. so it's 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 like getting getting like a practice run almost at at fighting in the ufc like i'm all everything i'm everything that i'm getting sent to prepare for it's all by the ufc so it's almost like i'm getting like i'm getting three contender series fights pretty much yeah and at the end of it it's no oh it's not depending on whether or not dana white feels like signing you that night (laughs) wait we'll give him another one Uh, you know know, it's like it's it's for sure it's a it's a clear path that's what i love about it it's a clear path i win these three fights i get signed and that's what I love. And and the experience too. Like obviously experience matters so much. Yeah. So I love that that out of it too, that I get the experience of like fighting three more fights, pretty much under the UFC banner. All before making my debut. And the third fight, I think the finals, from what I heard, is taking place on a fight night card. Oh, Jesus that's what they Christ. did last year at least. So the finals is pretty much like a UFC debut. That's nuts, dude. So I get to like, you know, pretty much get my feet wet in the UFC and get comfortable. So I feel like, you know, when I win these three fights, by the time I'm making my quote unquote UFC debut, yeah. I'm going to be pretty comfortable in there. Like, it's not going to mm. be my first time in there. Yeah. And in, in there fighting 
with the UFC, right? So yeah. that's what's cool about it. Yeah. Did you pinch yourself when you got that that notification? Pretty much, like, cause bro, like we were talking about like the whole process and like how you first were in the mat at Sunnyvale and then yeah. amateur, professional, yeah. all these little tournaments in the back end, like, and then now you're like you've been talking about it bro since i've known you like road to that ufc yeah and you're literally right fucking there yeah yeah that was a trip yeah i remember when hop texted me texted me with the matchup jesus gave me a date you know it is once you get that date but then this is like the date for something that i've been waiting for hella long and it's like yeah i remember like i remember sitting in my car and just like like almost tearing up like yeah like an emotional like 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 here it is like i haven't made it yet but here it is like the opportunity i've been waiting for to everything i've been working for like my whole life pretty much yeah. is leading up to this and i still have more to do obviously but uh yeah it just feels good to finally to be steps away from where i've been trying to get to yeah do you recognize any of the names on the bracket no it's a bunch of dudes from, from asia yeah, yeah so it's like not even around here like guys that you wouldn't even think about fighting yeah no i mean uh yeah, it's all it's all guys from that have been competing either in China. I think there's a Chinese guy. There's a guy from India. Two South two South Koreans. The guy you, I'm fighting is from South Korea. Do you study opponents or do you let the coaches do all that for you? Yeah, I study. Yeah, I I, I do a little bit. I try not to do it too much. Just because you know I I just want to focus on myself. I don't want to get too hopped up on on what they're gonna do. Yeah, I always like to know their height. Uh, they're like obviously if they're southpaw orthodox, mm -hmm. I think that matters mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. I yeah. always like to see that and kind of like see what they're good at. Yeah, I'll see watch, what like, they like to do. Yeah, like yeah. their little tendencies, mm -hmm. like things that they they lack or things that they're mm -hmm. really great at. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna get home from training and watch another fight of his. Like, yeah. it's not like that. Yeah, I like watch it usually at like the beginning of camp as the fight gets closer. Like. Yeah. Unless my coach actually wants to sit down and watch it with me and like, all right, let's 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 watch a little bit, analyze a little bit. I don't really do it too much. Like I think I think you just need to focus on on yourself and because um, there's the thing too is like you you never know he he's fighting like that against that guy. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's gonna fight like that against you, right? And mm -hmm. that's what, what again like MMA is, is just so different, right? Like that. There's so much to think about. There's so much that can happen in there that you have to be prepared for for anything. Even though you see like certain things that they do and whatnot, like I always just I try to prepare myself for like, okay, he's he's orthodox. What if he turns southpaw against yeah. me? I don't want to be I don't want to be surprised when yes. I get in there. So yeah. I think that's what it's like. You can't get too focused on on what your what you think your opponent's gonna do because he might switch it up. Mm -hmm. He might switch it up. He might do something completely different that you haven't. He's, you know, he's evolving. Everyone's evolving, right? Yeah. So I think that's why, even in my camps, like I, I just try to, I try to get as many different looks as I can, in my camps and all year round. I like I try to spar different, different styles, different heights, different weights, like, just so that way, I think the more that, the more you're exposed to different types of styles and different types of ways that people fight, like. It just makes you better. Like you're just ready for anything when you get in there, mm -hmm. and ultimately, that's that's how I feel. I've gotten myself to a point too is that I'm I'm ready for anything that can happen in that cage. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I can't do in there, yeah. and that's that's and you know I'm still evolving. Obviously, I'm still making everything better, but that's like where where 
I feel like you have to get to is that when you're comfortable and however he comes, he comes and I can adjust. You have to be able to adjust on the fly. That's what's key, right? Yeah. Who do you like to watch? Like who's your favorite fighter to like watch and study or like somebody you really like to emulate? Definitely like DJ. Yeah. DJ's DJ's so good. Like Dude. he could do everything. Like I said, there's nothing he can't do mm-hmm. in that cage. Yeah. I like to watch DJ. Uh, I like watching uh I'm a little bit shorter, so I like to watch guys. The small guys, right? I always guys. was yeah. the same. I was yeah. always the same. So I like Volkanovski actually a lot because mm. see, just seeing how he he deals with taller opponents. Yeah. But I just like watch. I try to learn as much as I can from from every fighter that I see. Like mm-hmm. oh, like I try to pick little things. Like oh, I notice he does that. Like oh, okay, let me let me try to add that into my game. Like, yeah. You can you can learn something from everyone at any level. I feel like, and that's yeah. that's what that's where you that's where you keep yourself at a constantly evolving like you could watch you could learn from the highest level you can hear, learn from mid-level fight you can even learn from the lowest level there is you yeah. can you go you can always learn like a smart amateurs that like oh wow like he does that really good and mm-hmm. like that's what it is like you have to like it goes back to like not thinking not putting yourself up on a, on a pedestal yeah. like like that's that's I, what, how I feel I believe that I believe that's what stunts growth. Yeah, is when guys put themselves up on this pedestal where they feel like, oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. I've gotten myself to this place, and like it's like, when if if you like, remain a student, you can learn from anything from anyone. Yeah, that's why I take it out to like right now, like anything. Like I can learn from a homeless man. I can learn from a rich man. I can learn from a little baby. Yeah, I learn from everybody. Like I went to Ant Dogs recently, um, and I was we were like warming up, and I was warming up with this guy. It was like his first week. Obviously, he didn't really know, like, the technique, so on and so forth. So, me just moving around with him, me him just showing him little pointers and stuff like that, like, dude, teaching teaches you a lot, too. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, he, like even me doing that, like, I felt good. Obviously, like, just giving some knowledge, like, the little things that I know. Yeah. But it's regardless, man. It don't matter. Like, yeah. even, like even with the whole, like, white belt, yeah. like, a white belt mentality. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Sh- like, bro, I walk around this whole shit, like, I don't know shit. I really don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really don't know I'm shit. Trying to figure shit out all <laughs> Dude, the time, right? But we never yeah. will, right? Yeah. We literally never, will never, never will. Get to the point where you know everything, right? And like with DJ, we're going back to DJ. Like, that's why he is the way he is because he walks around like a fucking sponge. Yeah. Period. And like guys like yeah. us, we see him. You're like, bro, that's that's literally the best fighter in the world. Him, yeah. He's like, sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Grounded motherfucker. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. That's 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 so key. It's just. You have to like you can't you we're all equal yeah we're all we all some people have you know gene- genetically gifted in certain ways but at the end of the day we're all people we all yeah. shit the same we all sleep the same wake up the same we have the same weakness we if i cut myself <laughs> open <laughs> i bleed. bleed just like you bleed right like <laughs> oh my god bro yeah it's 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 honestly true but it's like i, I feel like i still see that now though you know what I mean? Like, I still feel like I've seen fighters in the past where they just, the persona, where it's like, I don't need to go train. Are you injured? No, nah, I just don't want to go. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, why? Yeah. Like, I got in the bag. I don't need to go to this class because I already have that mastered. Huh? Yeah. Dude, you ain't never going to have this shit mastered, never. dude. Yeah, never, right? That's how you, I mean, that's that's life in general, right? Yeah. You can never walk around thinking that you know everything. Who's your favorite fighter? 
like not even like to watch as like studying, but just like entertainment purposes as well. Like you're like, first of all, he's a great fighter and he puts on a fucking performance. Bro, it's so tough. There's so many good fighters. Right? Like, I can't. I, it's hard to put like like a finger on like one guy because there's certain things I like about each guy. Like, mm-hmm. like there's someone like DJ that like I like I like his values. I like the way yeah. he fights. I like how he's true to himself. He doesn't feel like he has to put out this fake persona or whatnot. Yeah. But then I also respect someone that is able to go out there and sell themselves like the way they are like i i have respect for that too yeah shit that's gotta be hard too like if, if you're if you're out there tr- doing something that's not natural like Jeez. constantly and then you have to back that up too mm-hmm. like I, I respect that too like does it kind of bother when you see people forcing it force selling themselves yeah, yeah. when it just doesn't work it's like, it's like bro what you stop <laughs> yeah Especially, yeah, you see a lot of young guys doing that. Especially, like, when Conor McGregor came around. You see, like, guys. Everybody, dude. Everyone wanted to, you know, be A like fighter. That. Yeah. Everyone was saying Conor McGregor quotes and stuff like that. <laughs> Even on some post fights, like, amateur post fights, I would see that. And I'm just like, did this guy really just say that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he would literally just say, like, a corner, a corner quote bit by bit. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So it's almost like just obviously the the authenticity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just step away from that. But, and that's the thing, like, it looks good on TV. It looks cool because, especially like family gatherings, what does everybody like to do? They love to watch fights. They love to watch disciplined people do great things. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, maybe I can do this. Yeah. But it's like, do it for a week. But it's not even like, oh, you're doing a session a day. You're literally doing like three fucking sessions in a day, dude. Like you got to yeah. run in the morning, either either running or strength and conditioning. Yeah. Then you got to go spar. Oh, and then you got jujitsu, like or yeah. mitts, another yeah. session. If like you, if you don't ever train and like you see that, like you know, like you're like the thing is, people watch fights, right? They're seeing such a small percentage of what each fighter goes through to get to that point. Like that's just like the fight. That's 15 minutes, 25 minutes Yeah. out of what? How, how much has he been going through that whole year to get to that point? Like hours, crazy, yeah. hours, hours upon right? hours, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No I one, feel like no one other than people that train will, will ever understand that. Yeah. Like Pacquiao going back to the whole favorite fighter. Uh, my well, first Pacquiao, fighter, sure, yeah. my first fight I've ever seen Pacquiao and it was in boxing and like i fell in love with that shit oh, bro. Yeah, i was like who the fuck is this guy and the fact that like he was not only a phenomenal boxer but he's so entertaining entertaining yeah like his personality is great oh like oh dude he maintained that through like yeah. his whole career yeah yeah so that i guess that that that's that was my first favorite fighter yeah, yeah. How, how does that feel to be i think what driscoll either said you're the reincarnation of bruce lee or pacquiao <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, Bruce, Bruce Lee is more a martial artist. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's a fighter, so to uh-huh. speak, but th- he's a martial artist, and he he brought great philosophies into the world, great ideas for martial artists to expand upon. But yeah, Pacquiao was like a huge, like huge influence for me growing up. Yeah, like, obviously I'm Filipino, so like we're yeah. huge. Dude, I remember having huge family parties, like watching him fight the biggest fights, and like just yeah, he's freaking exciting just exciting you could he, he puts himself out there to knock a guy out and you know he didn't win every fight yeah because he didn't always fight smart or safe <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean that's why he was such a big fan favorite, because he he put himself he put himself out there. He freaking wouldn't wait. You know he's gonna go after you and try to knock you out all the time. I could literally see both of you like standing next to each other one day. No lie, no lie. <laughs> that's gonna be so a dope. fucking trip. Because bro, That'd like be think trip, about it. Yeah, you're fighting on the biggest stage. You're representing the Philippines. Yeah, because that's you. Yeah. So that's fucking huge. Because honestly, if you really think about it, have have you ever seen a Philippine? Filipino fighter in the UFC. I mean, there might be, but there's only been two that I remember of in the past that were like pretty big. Was yeah, it, you remember Mark Munoz ever? Yeah, yeah Mark dude. Munoz. Yeah, holy fuck, I forgot about him. Yeah, Mark Munoz, and and he was like the Philippines. Like they follow their fighters. They like do. they love like 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 when they have a fighter, like they will back them up, and that's 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 crazy. Like I know that I'll have that support. Like going into the ufc you know what i mean like yeah. it's been a while since they've had someone like go in and like not just someone go in but someone like go in and be successful you know what i mean yeah. so that'll be huge yeah damn bro you know, you know what's funny about the uh having these podcasts with you guys i know how grueling training is i know how fucking exhausting you guys are like yeah. you guys are like fuck i just want to rest yeah. it was always hard for me to ask you guys to come on i've always like i'm always like looking at you guys doing shit i'm like fuck i want to get them on fuck yeah. but i'm like at the same time i'm like i know how fucking exhausted they are yeah <laughs> it's part of the job though right that's why i look at it it's like i have to be this is this is this is this right here stand in front of a mic like yeah. this is this is something i'm gonna have to get used to mm -hmm. you know what i mean like uh they're they want to do they the Philippine, the broadcast partner that the UFC has for the Philippines. Yeah. They, they want to do like some interviews with me in the lead up to this. They want to do like a mini doc, like as a lead up to this. Yeah. So, you know, this, this comes with the job. Like I have yeah. to be ready to do this too, even though, you know, that, and that's what, um, you see a lot of fighters, like, like they hate that side of it, but, you have to learn to embrace it. It's part of the job, right? I always hear about like uh, fighters like hate doing media, but it's like, man, you got to learn how to love it. Like, I think GSP, like, he got burnt out from it. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, I'm sure it does get burnt out. You know, like, I'm sure like when you're doing media all week in the lead up to a fight, <laughs> and you're just trying to focus on fucking fighting. Cutting Saturday, weight too. Yeah, cutting weight, and people are asking you the same questions. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sure, yeah, it gets tough. Everyone's asking you the same. How was camp? How, how, what, what have you done differently? Are oh, you coming in healthy? You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. You really think I'm going to say I'm fucking injured right yeah. now? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure it gets, it gets draining, right? Yeah. But you have to enjoy the process just like with, with training itself yeah. too. Like it's, it's just part of the job. It's part, I signed up for this. Yeah. You know, I, I got to be ready for, for, every aspect of it mm -hmm. that's gonna come right yeah agree my brother how long do you think we've been going for i don't know was it an, an hour, hour? <laughs> yeah i figured about it close to an hour well my brother i really want to be respectful of your time my man so my very very last question to you out of all the lesson out of all the years that you've been alive what's the greatest lesson you've ever learned man i've, I've heard you ask people this question too on your podcast so i remember like i i, I kind of like thought like dang well I'm sure he's going to ask me that. So I got to be ready. But man, I would just say like, be patient, be, be, be patient with everything with, with your goals that you have, you know, be okay with delayed, delayed grat gratification. Um, be ready to learn because the lessons like, like I may have 
I can't pinpoint it on one lesson, right? Because there's so many lessons that I've learned throughout my life in different aspects, and psh, they're gonna keep coming. You have to always the lessons are never gonna stop, mm-hmm. and it goes back to like what I was saying earlier, like being a student, like being being open-minded, you know, be ready to learn from, like we said, everyone, everyone you can. Um, you can learn from good experiences, bad experiences, yeah. good people, bad people, mm-hmm. right? Just be ready to learn because it's, it's never going to stop. That's what life's all about. Yeah. Be patient, you know, enjoy the process of whatever you're working on. Because... Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you have to always enjoy everything like like try to look at things always in a positive light because I've, I've there's t- been times in my life where negative stuff has happened and I always like had a hard time like um, being hung up on that negativity of whatever you know life stuff that happens and it's just being able like continuing uh, yes it's uh, you know you're gonna experience negative things in your life but if you just continue to dwell on that negative it's not gonna make you better like mm-hmm. it's not you're not you're not gonna improve from it so you have to at the, in the end of the day like be able to move forward yeah my brother are there any closing statements for the podcast no man thank you this is dope bro like thank you for having me um thank you for bringing me in here i want to try this out to myself yeah my brother yeah. well hey like i told you off air man like kind of like how you were saying about the broadcasting with the philippines is like obviously to get prepped up for this yeah you guys are more than welcome to come as many fucking times as you possibly can yeah. like what i want to do in the future too have a group of us literally six people at most set a tv right there and just fucking watch a pay-per-view and fucking record yeah, it that'd just be bullshit dope. yeah, yeah. You know get a mean? couple of the guys in here that way we can all talk sometimes you know like we could all feed off each other yeah. in conversation right that's what's good about like getting a bunch of like like-minded individuals you want to like find like like-minded individuals that you have surround yourself with them and just talk you know mm-hmm. yeah brainstorm on things with life with business everything right yeah man and honestly brother like uh out of all the years that i've known you man you have you have gave me so much you know what i mean like as a man as an individual because i loved ak so much because i was surrounded by people who were better than me all the time like you guys whooped my ass you guys got me better and you guys literally prepared me uh, prepared me for all this other shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. When I see you guys, I don't talk to you guys all the time. I don't see you guys all the time. Yeah. But it's nothing but love always. And I yeah. always see Likewise, you guys doing dude. this shit. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, keep doing it. Like in my head, I'm just like, man, I'm not worried about him. I'm not surprised by him. Like he's going to be successful. He's going to get the shit he deserves. Like I'm never worried about you guys. But I'm I'm happy that I'm seeing you guys thrive all the fucking time. Because that makes that inspires me from, from afar. And, but even though we're still around here and that I could still do this, bro, if I can give you guys a platform to promote your shit, I fucking will. Yeah. So, bro, thank you for being Thanks, here, man. and thank Appreciate you for everything it. you've ever done for me, my man. Truly. Yeah, I got one last thing to say. Shoot I just it. like to shout out. There's been I've been blessed to really have like good parents, good family support to to support me like on this dream that I have. So, thank you to my parents, thank you to my family, my brother, my girlfriend too. Like, thank you guys for all the support you guys give me. And then thank you to all the coaches. Like I've 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 been so blessed to train with so many coaches in this area in the Bay Area that I've I've learned from, whether it be in jujitsu, wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai. There's so many. Like I would have to go through like a long list, but just thank you guys everything for for believing in me, helping me believe in myself, and thank you for everything that you guys have given me. And I'm gonna continue to 
give back too. you know, mm-hmm. and so that's what I want to do with it too. At the end of the day is learn from others and then also teach others. So that way, you know, what goes around comes around. Yeah. It's always going to be like that. Right. Exactly. That's beautiful, my brother. But yeah. anyways, thank you again for coming on thank and you, I'll brother. see you real soon, my man. Ladies yes, and gentlemen, sir. we're out of here. Goodbye. Uh.